0: Too many unknowns. First of all, it's steep, high altitude. And then there's this rope, which is hanging uh, at, from one of the summits and you have to, And there's, it's like Everest sea. There's like 50 people hanging on to oh, that rope. No. And the rope swinging left and right. Oh.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners.
2: They're off.
3: Hello.
2: Hi. We are back
3: with another Canadian trail to Western States. You got it. But first.
2: But first. Hashtag. Is anybody watching Celebrity Big Brother other than us?
3: (laughs) I don't know. But when you hashtag but first, you should know that that came from Big Brother.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to chat about Big Brother or Survivor or Amazing Race or any other... Reality? reality
3: show, even the reality. Guard, even the uh, junk ones.
2: We're your man. <laughs> <laughs> We're your man.
3: <laughs> Give us uh, an email: gotta run racing at gmail.com.
2: You got it.
3: Okay, what's happening in the world of Gotta Run Racing?
2: We've been working on the medals and the swag for Lost Treasure Trail Race.
3: Lost Treasure Trail Race. Yeah, that is where Jesse James has lost his tra- treasure. In the hills of Momer
2: Yeah. It's an exciting theme.
3: <laughs> and actually, I think I know where it is. Do you? Yeah. You know that big rock
2: yes. that everyone
3: sits on to tie their shoe?
2: Yes, I do. It's
3: underneath there. Okay. Well, and let's it's go been there it. for over a hundred and something years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's go look for it. Okay. Yeah. So that's been exciting. I love designing medals and swag. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun.
3: And we can't wait to get it into your hands.
2: That's right. So you got to sign up.
3: Come May 14th.
2: Race roster, 5 and 10K. Lost Treasure Trail Race.
3: Yes. Now. Who is on the podcast today?
2: We have Rohan Aurora Mm. from Vancouver.
3: He got into Western States with two tickets.
2: And he's a young fella. Yeah. Only 32.
3: And i tell you, those two tickets were not easy. They're hard races from what we gather.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I can't wait to hear his take on those ticket races and some non-ticket races that piqued our interest.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely some challenging ones.
3: So there you go. That's Rohan coming up. Welcome, Rohan, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You got in with just two tickets, I think. Is that right?
2: Got in where?
3: Two Western states. (laughs) (laughs) Western states 100. Yeah, two tickets.
0: Absolutely. Actually, I never counted how many entries I have. So my strategy was every year do GDR, Georgia Death Race. And apply for Western States 100. So <laughs> I, I, was, I was never eager to get into the race. And I said, you know, if I play this uh, strategy, I might get lucky. And yeah, that happened. That happened in 2020. So because of COVID, you know, I have to defer my entry next year.
3: Yeah, well, we're going to talk about all that. But that is right. You did Georgia twice, which is not an easy race by no means. But <laughs> that's it. Before all that, we're just wondering how you even got into running.
0: Sure. Interesting story. I I grew up in India, New Delhi, and first 18 years of my life, I never ran a step. (laughs) I'm telling you, I I never ran a single step. (laughs) I had this notion that running is for people who want to lose weight. Mm. Very simple. You you cardio, you lose weight. And I already had an athletic build. I said, I don't want to lose more weight. I want to Mm -hmm. gain more. So um, I I went to USC in Los Angeles and I said, this is my new home, Los Angeles. And let me pick up this hiking thing. And when I picked up this hiking thing with my friends, I realized, ah, beat bagging is a thing. You find different mountains. You go to the summit. It's a refreshing feeling. I want to get into it. I want to get better at it. I kept doing it for roughly two, three years and I burnt out. I said, you know, I've tagged most prominent peaks in Los Angeles. Right. I want to push the limits. I want to go further in Eastern Sierras and tag those 13ers, 14ers. I've done Mount Whitney. I was miserable, and <laughs> but, but I want to do it hard way. And throughout this journey, you'll notice I'm attracted to things that are very esoteric and people don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Mm. <laughs> so... So I figured out I'm going to do the Sufferfest. I borrowed this terminology from Alex Honnold. He did it with uh, his friend Climber and, uh, you know, biked around and tagged all the 13ers in Sierras. So my Sufferfest, you know, with people around me having nine to five is Friday, 2 a.m. you wake up, you get back to the town, uh, you know, in, 12, uh, in 24 hours to next day. Okay. So that's the definition of Sufferfest, 2 a.m. to 2 a.m. Mm, and wow. you got to do the six mile, uh, six, uh, excuse me, six hour long road trip to the 13er, the base of the mountain, mm-hmm. do the 10 mile hike, whatever it's going to take you, and then come back, drive those six hours. Wow. I did three of them. I was miserable. <laughs> Fundy, I'm going to say for my sleep. You know, I was never able to sleep on Sunday. I figured out there's got to be a better way. And during this whole time, I was following this guy. His name is Andrew Skarka. He mm-hmm. writes this amazing backpacking and hiking guides. Um, so I bought all this stuff a while ago. So I got into hiking and picked up, you know, what gear you need to carry for these mm-hmm. hikes, all that stuff from him. So he was my guru, virtual guru. And of course, I started learning about Strava. So he did his running in Strava. Mm
4: -hmm. Out
0: of nowhere, this guy does like a hundred mile race, run, rabbit, run. He finishes second. And he he does like a complete breakdown of what he did. I loved his interview. (laughs) And he interviewed on uh, Ultra Runners podcast by Eric Schranz. I hope he's still around. (laughs) So I figured out, hey, this is one of those esoteric things. And I want to experience it. There's nothing about... uh, going high up in the mountains and it's so exciting that feeling so my strategy was learn everything about ultra running through that podcast which I'm listening ultra Runners podcast I listened to every single episode until until 2017 Uh, so so 2015 this was happening Mm -hmm. so whenever he started 2013 or so I listened to every single episode and I wouldn't miss a single one I got pretty knowledgeable in the sport. I knew all the techniques, uh, strategies, these elites were using. And now I realized, hey, September, you know, last fest was, and I realized, hey, I should I should uh, give it a shot. <laughs> you know, I haven't run a step, but let me start small. <laughs> 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 so I said, okay, I think it, it was month of uh, August or so said, I'm going to run one mile every day. I'm not a runner. I'm not a gifted runner. Let me run one mile every day and have a streak on Strava um, 30 days, yeah. You know, one mile. I did that. Never missed a single day after work or so. I would run at night.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: guess what? Even in that one mile on pavement, I took falls. I realized
4: <laughs> people <laughs> oh, oh. fall here.
0: People oh. fall, especially in dark without headlamp. People fall here even in a mile. So, okay. Um, during that event, I realized uh, I need to join a group because this one mile is leading me nowhere. I'm, I'm not a happy runner. Why these guys are smiling? I'm not smiling. Look at their pictures. Everyone's smiling. So so there was a friend on my Facebook group, Dan. He had this alpha runners group in Griffith Park, Los Angeles. I'm going to join them. So I showed up. They're a bunch of experienced runners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized hey, they're running very slow. You know, They're running 11 minute miles and they're doing 13 max and not going beyond. I did that for a month. I was miserable because I wanted to run. And <laughs> I realized I have a lot of gas in the tank and these guys are spoiling me, teasing me. I don't know what's happening, or maybe it's a good strategy to strategy to train. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so I said, I, "I'm running." Uh, well, I want to take a break because, first of all, I'm paying them. It doesn't make sense. I'm paying them to run slow. <laughs> let me cancel <laughs> you can do my that on membership. Your own. <laughs> yeah, let me cancel my membership because uh, that wasn't fun. But I picked up new things and made some friends and uh, did a couple of half marathons during that time. Uh, finished in two hours I realized there's a uh, people senior people running faster than me I couldn't take it I said <laughs> why is this guy is uh, twice or thrice my age why is he running faster than me what is he doing wrong Or oh, what am I doing wrong what is he doing right uh, that got me baffled I realized I'm not good at this thing <laughs> I said Look, I'm l- let me go back to my uh, uh, gaining weight thing. Let me hit the gym. I want to gain some weight and and focus on my mountaineering and peak bagging thing. Mm-hmm. This thing is miserable. And I'm learning about Andrew Skirka and all, all that stuff. He was blogging about it. Out of nowhere, I don't know what happened. I yeah. learned about this website, Ultra Sign Up, yeah. and this Ultra Sign Up. There's just one ultra in Los Angeles. You know, I saw there's scarcity. There's one ultra, which is happening. And it's in Ridgecrest, Mojave Desert, an area which I know, you know, for peak bagging, I go there. Mm-hmm. So there's some, you know, bond there in that area, in Mojave Desert. I want to explore it. I said, you know, I always wanted to explore the desert. But then in that, you know, seven-hour period, how much can you explore? Mm-hmm. Let's run this thing. There's a 50K <laughs> uh, over the track, Hill Club, 30 to 50K, 30K and 50K and let's sign up it's in december i can run two months and show up for that 50k okay all <laughs> right that's how i got into running and uh, you know that's a long wind, long-winded answer but uh, hopefully that answers your question
3: <laughs> so you never did anything on the road as far as racing you went right ra- your first race
0: two two half marathons there's a you know a, in big bear at high altitude i did that half marathon and in okay. There's one, I forget the name, the Simi Valley. Uh, Mm. That's another half marathon I did. Uh, Two hours to wish, yeah.
3: But it didn't take you long to get into the trails, into running. Yeah, I was waiting.
0: Yeah, I was waiting. You know, there's got to be a similar thing for trails. And I want to explore these mountains, but not that Sufferfest style, because that took a toll on me. There's got to be a better way. And (laughs) it just happens, like running is very efficient. And uh, I started running, learning about Born to Run. I'm like, aha, mm-hmm. uh-huh. my theory was right. You know, it's efficient. These guys are running. Copper Canyon guys are doing. Yeah. Um, I should be able to catch up soon.
2: <laughs> well, anybody that hikes before they run are usually pretty successful runners, especially yeah. in ultras, because when the rest of us are trying to get up that mountain, you guys are conserving energy and you're you're up there so fast. Mm-hmm. I get so frustrated in mountain races when i get past because living in flat ontario we don't get to climb for hours on end so having that is a huge benefit to you did you not find that in your in your first ultra at least
0: that was flat
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe well, not I
0: mean, four thousand feet that's nothing but uh... I wasn't super into elevation, you know, how much I'm climbing and all that stuff. I didn't train anything. I was living next to Manhattan Beach. So Mm. it's just a bike path, you know, beach I would be running. And once I would go to Mount Baldy, uh, that was my first trail run. I remember on my birthday, which was uh, November, uh, November 8th. I said, I'm going to go to Mount Baldy. That's my treat. And I'm going to run the entire thing. I'm not going to stop. And it's very steep. Mount Baldy is around 12 miles round trip with 5,000 feet of climbing. Mm. Oh. Uh, very rugged also. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my first trail experience. <laughs> so, <low. laughs>
3: so what was the name of that first ultra that you actually did?
0: Ridgecrest 50K. And,
3: Ridgecrest. and how did that go overall?
0: Very well. I cannot stress enough. I finished in embarrassing six and a half hours, six hours, 20 minutes. And they gave me the second prize in my age group.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How old were you at the time?
0: I was 25, 25.
2: So you just got lucky because there weren't a lot of 20 year olds in the the race. No,
0: (laughs) not at that time. I gave it another stab at it in 2017. There were so many 20-year-olds and even 18, 17. I'm like, oh, oh, oh the, the window is gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. So were there any surprises in that first race?
0: I was Soltra? having the best time of my life when it started. You know, I was wearing, I believe, compression socks for no reason, wearing a vest for no reason. Uh, because it's, there's eight stations after every seven miles. It was super chilly, Uh, so I wore like a a little bit of a a down jacket. Smartwool makes these, uh, you know, sleeveless down jackets. I was wearing that. I wore that entire way, carrying so much weight for no reason.
3: So, if you were to do that race again, knowing what you know now, what would you just carry on a fifty-k race? That race,
0: one handheld.
3: Yes, (laughs) yes, that is correct. that is correct
0: and i don't need to wear a down jacket just (laughs) just a t-shirt would work i don't need compression socks i I don't believe in that anymore (laughs) i've got too many injuries calf issues i'm like this thing is poison (laughs)
3: that is the correct answer
1: hey guys if you like what you're hearing so far then check this out new for 2022 the lost treasure trail race Calling all trail runners to our brand new event, coming to Mansfield, Ontario this May 14th. The Lost Treasure Trail Race features both a 5 and 10K on the beautiful trails at the Mansfield Outdoor Center. As the story goes, the American outlaw, Jesse James, buried a barrel full of gold coins stolen from a train on his relative's property somewhere in the hills of Malmer. You'll earn your very own coin medal when you cross the finish line registration is now open for more info go to gotta run now back to jody and norm
2: now how long have you lived or how long did you live in the states
0: last decade entirely so in 2020 i realized the had uh, i did not like the way california was heading with gavin newstorm and, you know all that politics i realized right. you know i need a safe haven and i have a permanent residence in Canada. So I said, guess what? I'm moving to Canada and I'll find a twin sister city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. If you go on Wikipedia, it is Vancouver. Really? Yes. Wow. Did not yes. know that? When I, when I came here, when I arrived here, I realized it's very much like San Francisco. You know, mm. buildings, uh, high rises, the narrow streets, and it's very small, seven by seven miles. It's, it's small. Right. I got lucky. I wanted mountains near me I have Stanley Park, Grouse Grind, Mm -hmm. amazing trails, Baden Powell Trail, which is 50K, 10,000 foot of climbing. And then the beaches. I love the beaches, the English Bay, Sunset Beach. So I said, this is is the perfect all-in-one package I was seeking in Los Angeles. You know, I don't need to drive one hour, two hour here and there in a fancy sports car. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Get rid of your car, focus on the trails, focus on your business and work. And this is a perfect way to live a deep life. Mm. So Canada is my new home now, my safe haven. And I said, whatever is happening in Los Angeles, I hope the things get better. But um, I really like it here.
2: That's awesome. Well, that explains why you haven't done any races in Canada yet, because you moved during COVID.
0: Well, the Canadians need to organize more races. I bet.
2: <laughs> That's true. That's well, true.
0: there's only a
3: small window of opportunity to actually run in Canada, as far as an ultra goes. You got those very yes. four months out of the year if you're lucky. <laughs> well,
0: snowshoe races is a thing, so snowshoe, yeah. I'm okay. I'm open for it. Are you?
3: <laughs> well, we would like to talk to you about some of your non-ticket races first, because we're some of them piqued our interest, and one of them was the Mogolan Monster. 100K Mogion,
0: Mogion monster, Mogion.
3: Mogion How how do that's by Air Viper, right?
0: Yeah, Air Viper. Yeah,
3: yeah. Tell us about this race. I was looking
0: for hard challenges, more climbing, less running. I'm not a, I'm not a guy who does five minute miles. So I wanted, you know, more climbing. I'm just I just find it harder, and most people are struggling on uphills, and I can run uphills. So that gives me like a little tchotchke. And I realized this Morgan monster is not very far. I can take a road trip to Arizona
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and this is the first inaugural hundred K. So I don't expect a lot of competition to show up. So, so let me just stand first (laughs) 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 and and go crazy. Um, Yeah. So that was, that was my thing. And I said, you know, I want to explore that area. Also I've been to Grand Canyon done rim to rim to rim. Mm I was miserable, by the way. I did it with my friend and my goodness, it broke me down. I, I <laughs> but by the way, aside, I'm taking a tangent there for nutrition. That was my first year of running or maybe second. I, I carried 15 gels <laughs> and some noon. That's it. For grand canyon, oh, rim, no, to no,
3: rim, no. To rim Oh <laughs> boy. Towards
0: the end, I was asking, hey, do you have chips? Do you have something yeah. Do you have
3: real food? <laughs> do you have real food? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, going back to Mogollon, Um, So again, it's the curiosity. I've been to Grand Canyon. I wanted to see what's this Mogian rim. And uh, Air Viper does such a great job in organizing races and then marketing it. And he's shown the course. I realized, huh, this looks hard. Uh, that couldn't be a fun challenge. And I want to get better at this 100k distance.
4: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, GDR has taught me a bunch of lessons. And um, yeah, so Let's figure it out and go there. Hmm. That was Mogian.
2: There's a lot of climbing in that you mentioned.
0: Yes. uh, I don't I don't remember the exact stats. It's 12,000, maybe 400 K not, not super high. I'm just guessing, Uh, but I I didn't run my full race. I was still in that lost phase where, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And (laughs) I was still asking that question. Do I want to make friends on the trail or make them laugh? Is that the reason I'm doing it or do I want to feel good about myself Mm -hmm. after finishing the race? What's, what's the end goal? I was still searching. It took me some time to realize that. So it took me 21 hours to finish that race. It shouldn't have taken that long. It should be done very quickly. 15, I'm guessing, but I was stopping for people chatting with them, sharing jokes. At Each aid station, I would sit down for an hour for no reason. Oh, wow. I just, I just wanted to chat with people.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and pe- one guy was getting acupuncture. I still remembered. So I said, Hey, I want to watch the whole process. Uh, I'll be your audience. <laughs> you do the, you do your thing. I want to see how this guy does it after it afterwards. <laughs> he was doing a hundred miler, by the way. So,
4: uh,
0: anyway, I, I was having fun just uh, meeting people. So I realized I wasn't that lost phase. Uh, yeah. Hmm.
2: But you still felt good at the end. So there's nothing wrong with stopping and chatting with people and yeah. having a good time that you can pick and choose which races you do that in and which races you
0: right. focus
2: a little more, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Was that your first hundred K? Uh, maybe second because G- GDR, they advertise it as 62 or I don't know, something 64, but it's actually 72. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. and, and more climbing. Yeah, it, it's a right. fun race. I've done two of GD, two GDRs. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, we're almost there. But uh, the other one we were curious about was Broken Arrow Sky Race in mm. Olympic Valley. Yeah. So a,
3: that, that's a short, short, short race it, for it, ultra yeah. standards, but it must be freaking hard as hell.
0: Yeah. So I realized I have Kodiak 100 coming. And I don't remember the months, but I think it was July and September something like that. So let me let me do some racing before Kodiak and not just show up like a, you know on the f- race on the front line and you know blow up. That's happened to me before in Kodiak 100. So mm. I've attempted before I blew up. I realized I uh, uh, made a lot of mistakes. I want to train hard, do a race before. So that was my training race. I thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. I looking at the metrics and looking at other people how they have uh, around my caliber, how they have performed. I realized how eight hours reasonable. I should be able to do it in eight hours. That's my goal. And I'm going to carry poles. I've never used poles in my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is a perfect opportunity because 50 K, 10,000 feet in snow. There's some snowy sections, icy sections also. Mm. Yeah. So it's a, I've never explored Lake Tahoe area. They've they've got amazing scenery and I love the Airbnbs there. I really enjoy that area. So so there's a, I'm going to find some solace there. Um, it, this is going to be my fun training race and uh, let's do it. The race was very challenging. <laughs>
3: That's what I'm saying. That's a challenging race yeah. for 52K. It's a, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a, too many unknowns. First of all, it's steep, high altitude. And then there's this rope, which is hanging uh, at, from one of the summits and you have to and there's, it's like Everest sea. There's like 50 people hanging on oh, that rope. Oh, no. And the rope swinging left and right. Oh. <laughs> and I have zero balance. So, <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm going to skip this rope and you know do my own thing, like climbing thing, a, you know, walk on my fours yeah. <laughs> and go to the summit. Yeah, That didn't serve me well because if I look down, it's all the way down.
4: Oh, wow. the way.
0: So anyway, I, it was very challenging uh, because you couldn't run. I, I wanted to run, but I couldn't run because of the high altitude. And um, I've got, my my feet are not very good. Uh, I rolled my ankle a lot.
4: And mm.
0: I've rolled my ankle so many times now. I figured out one of the reasons being for five years, I was wearing the wrong pair of shoes or I should say wrong size shoes. I was, I was wearing size 12 and my size is 11.
4: Ooh. Mm.
0: So so again, I rolled my ankle and broken there. I said, I'm not going to stop. I I don't want to DNF in a little 50K. (laughs) I'm going to suck it in. (laughs) So it took me 10 hours and I wasn't a happy camper after that. I've said, eight hours, people do it in eight. Why did it take me 10? Yeah, I realized, uh, you know, I have to do some post-mortem. And by the way, in on Monster after that period, 2017, during when I was lost, I met my coach coach is Cody Reed. He, hmm. he used to train in Flagstaff. Now he's in Mammoth. Yeah. Uh, so throughout that period, even today, he's my virtual coach. Uh, nice. Every month, he just sends workouts and puts how many miles I have to run so I don't blow myself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did like a good postmortem after that race and uh, had a good strategy for Kodiak. Yeah, nice. lots of lessons there.
2: Yeah, I bet. And
3: that's two loops, right? Broken Arrow? Is it going up and then two. doing it again?
0: two loops yes oh that's
2: kind
3: of that's kind of hard because you finish a loop going oh my god i gotta do this whole thing again i
0: I wanted it so bad that i didn't care (laughs) yeah the same thing which happened you know this was like my rest month i said i'm not gonna mention the word running at all and you guys are inviting me for a podcast (laughs) i did i did i attempted hurt 100 last month yes and i had to dnf at 92.5 92.5 miles
2: oh rohan that's devastating yeah. you, you couldn't
0: crawl
3: you couldn't crawl
2: for <laughs> i rolled my ankle
0: days. left left foot so bad i was screaming i was literally screaming inside and the clock was ticking the 36 hours i'm like yeah this is out i have to give up
3: what what made you decide to even do this race especially during a western year i mean you could get hurt <laughs>
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good question, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Listen, I wanted this race so bad because this was my first 100-mile attempt mm. in 2017, I guess 2018.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I DNFed after three loops, 60 miles. My hip flexors got locked out of nowhere. And um, yeah, I realized, you know, I have to do this again. I got selected in the lottery in November, I believe. And yeah. In January, I had to pack my bags in go to oahu for the race so
4: wow
0: really i took like the warp warp speed option and we had tons of snow in vancouver so i wasn't working on my word also oh. but, but yeah really difficult race uh, i'm very happy with the performance i i you know i was very surprised i reached that far exactly.
2: <laughs> how <laughs> devastating though how how's your ankle doing
0: all good i recover my ankle usually that's the time and uh, Going very
3: good. Isn't that race just walking over roots the entire time?
0: Not walking; it's climbing. (laughs) (laughs) It's thirty thousand foot of climbing. Thirty thousand foot. So
3: wow, and the heat—that's a lot.
0: Heat, Uh, heat, humidity. humidity. Yeah, it it was a rough year for sure. Um, Yeah,
3: (laughs) that's unbelievable.
2: I'm beginning to understand what he said in the beginning about seeking out things that people wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole. I'm starting to understand.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This year I showed up a week earlier. I said, I'm going to run all those trails, memorize everything, and I'm going to do very well. Uh, So everything was uh, doing, I was doing good on those training runs. I realized I don't have as much work as I wanted for this race. Mm
4: -hmm. The maximum I've done
0: here in Grouse Grind is 3,700 foot. And I had to turn around because there was a snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the maximum I've done it in a day. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, so I realized hey, this is going to be a problem. So I had some struggles with my knee and all that. Uh, it was getting, I was, was getting swollen throughout the race, and it was playing, uh, you know, every trick I had because I wanted it that bad. And anyway, ninety two point five. I'm very happy. Uh, I'm very happy to the community, the Oahu community, her community there. I made some good friends. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. fun race. Uh, Started out very slow,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> but I just want to quickly ask you before we move on, because when I saw your profile on Strava and I saw the, the DNF at hurt and everything that followed was walking. <laughs> so I thought, Oh boy, yeah. he hurt himself. So when did Western actually become part of your plan? When did it get on your radar?
0: After, uh, this guy andrew Skirka and i got into ultra runners podcast this guy rob craar
4: ah, canadian that episode.
0: yes <laughs> this guy this guy finished first in that year you know one of the fastest times and i was like this guy is god of ultra running <laughs> i want to i want to learn from him everything he knows and again uh, that's how i picked up Hey, western States is a big deal i right. got into the history and realized oh, this was a horse race
3: yes that's right.
2: It's <laughs> fascinating, isn't it?
3: <laughs> it is. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> so then let's talk about your ticket races, Georgia Death Race, which, again, you're, you're asking for punishment. Yeah. Because yeah. that is not an easy race.
1: If you like what you're hearing so far, then check this out. Our second new event for 2022 is the Fiddle 50. Does running around in circles sound like fun to you? No vert? No problem. Well, then Gotta Run Racing has the perfect race for you. Coming to Shelburne, Ontario this June is the Fiddle 50, featuring distances starting at 25K all the way to 100 miles and almost everything in between. It's flat, fast, and fun all rolled into one. And as the name implies, you may even hear a fiddle or two. And they may or may not be on a roof. Registration's now open. For more info, go to gottarunracing.com. Now, back to the show.
0: Yeah, two attempts. First attempt, I rolled both my ankles in the first (laughs) 20 miles. Oh. Uh, And I'm like, I can't make this boo-boo again. I've I've DNF'd uh, Gorge Waterfalls 100K. That's another 100K, which we don't have it because of the forest fires. Hmm. I came all the way to East Coast and I want to get it done. And there's two options. Either you can sit in your hotel and, you know, cry in pain or cry on the trail. There's two <laughs> options, literally. So I'm going to get that buckle or they don't, there's no buckle concept. You you get like a railroad thing,
4: mm. uh,
0: a railroad piece. Spike. Uh, so spike. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to finish this anyway, because I invested so much time and money there. I want to I finish it, experience it. Uh, first year was miserable. It took me around 20-something hours. I finished it. Um, mm. I realized I have a strength which I should work on. Uh, most of my runs were at night. And I realized mm. these guys become zombies at night. Nobody's <laughs> running. They are basically very insecure. Yes. So that was the first breakthrough I got in, uh, in that Georgia that race. I was running at night despite having swollen ankles.
4: Mm.
0: So, so let's go 20 hours. I said, huh? Average, uh, no big deal. I'll do it better next year. So I got in the lottery again. You know, anytime I see scarcity, I'm like, I'm throwing my hat in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's how human mind works. So, so second year I got selected again. I said, yeah, another chance to better yourself. I'm going to work with my coach. Um, and come up with a good strategy, what gear to carry and, you know, what to run, what sections to run and walk. And I had, you know, IT band issues. How do I avoid it? And, you know, all that stuff. So um, I did very good. I, I remember 17, maybe 18 hours, you know, shaved two, three hours of my previous time. And Nice. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was was pretty smooth. I enjoyed the nighttime specifically where I, would, I wouldn't let anyone pass. Not at all. So so that's my thing. Uh, I just wait for sun to set and I can start running and chasing yes. people. So I realized this 100k long 100 Ks which are mountainous. I, I gotta find more of those and I found Lone Star 100k is another another one. very similar, high elevation, high altitude and um, all that. So So yeah, I like the night sections more.
2: Are you still chasing the peaks like with the fast hiking or are you no. focusing no.
0: I realized yeah no, no I, now I realize at this stage ultra running has become more like a lifestyle
4: mm. you just yeah.
0: you just can be consistent throughout the year 50 mile weeks or 30, 30 to 50 mile weeks and anytime if somebody says hey you want to do this 50k or 100 mile you should be able to say yes
3: yes yeah you're ready to go
0: so so I've realized okay you know the mental model is be consistent and do one or two big hundred k, hundred mile a year, and that's that's the way for longevity in the sport. And throughout this thing, you've got to work on your yoga or you know other parts which are weak. So, so I've been through that phase where I'm doing back to back fifty k's, you know, uh, adventure runs. And now to, up to uh, now, I've reached the point. Okay, you know, I have to focus on my work, business, uh, relationships, and give this less time and make it a lifestyle. Right, right.
3: So how did you find out that you got into Western States? Take us through that day.
0: Oh, that was a hard day for me. Uh, <laughs> on that day, I pulled the trigger. I'm moving to Canada. Uh, I'm just driving. I'm just driving. All of a sudden, I get this text, congrats, from three friends in California. Ooh, You got into Western States. I'm like, okay, uh, but I'm uh, struggling right now. <laughs> and I'm uh, moving to Canada. I don't know how it will play out, but uh, thank you. So, <laughs> so I, didn't, I, didn't really, I didn't really appreciate my entry into Western States. I know I was excited, but at the same time, I was kind of heartbroken because I was leaving Los Angeles, moving mm-hmm. to Vancouver, mm-hmm. all that. So over the years, you know, over when the race was coming close, you know, they started sending goodies to Canada.
2: States. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I said I started getting excited. They also changed name from Score Valley to Olympic Valley, and mm-hmm. uh, I started following more and more what's happening in Western States. And then I realized, huh, I'm very lucky, and I'm very very lucky because I got into hurt also. So so that anticipation and that excitement is there, and yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, running and meeting some friends, uh, and also enjoying the audience. There's, it's a very you know, busy race, you know, there's people everywhere. It's not like yeah. Kodiak or Hurt where there's no one.
2: Right. Right.
3: I, so would you go to the Western States training camp in May? Or are you going to check that out? Because Have you done, known any part of the course? Because you no. live in California you don't know anything part of this course.
0: I know. No, I did not. I was mostly in that Sierras and there's the secret mm-hmm. place we, I found, it's called Little Lakes Valley, uh, right before Mammoth Lakes. You don't need a permit or anything. And you're surrounded by 13ers and 14ers. Wow. And you can run up at high altitude. So I would just go there, tag, tag peaks there. And uh, it's the highest campground in California with 10,000 foot. So uh, that's my secret spot. I wish I explored Western States course, uh, but, you know, I, I don't know if I'll go in May. Depends on how the situation is. And, you know, Canada has a lot of rules. I mean, I traveled to three different countries last three weeks. So, so many tests, so many delays. It takes yeah. a toll on you. Sleep? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm very careful about sleep now. So yeah, I I want to visit. uh, I want to visit that place where I haven't booked anything yet. I said, I'm going to take a a month at rest after hurt. So I have to plan actually haven't decided may, should I go or not? Um, But mostly I like these surprises. When I show up at the race line, I want it to be a surprise. So I don't know, I haven't made up my mind on that
2: what's What's on your bucket list after Western? Do you have any big goals?
0: Consistency. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on consistency. Uh, 50 mile weeks would be really nice, consistent. Um, and yeah, um, I have Georgia Ra- that's raised another entry. third. I've been deferring it for almost three th- two years. I also have Zion 100 mm-hmm. deferring it for three years. So
3: yeah. W- yeah. 20,
0: that's a
2: that's a yeah. nice race. Yeah, We've, I did, we've uh, done Zion. I did yeah. that mm. one. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah you, so you got
3: <laughs> plans then? That's great.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm excited, and I just need to take this month easy, rewire, and get back to that consistent training, and uh, start exploring heat. Uh, need more strategies for heat because uh, in a hurt I was struggling a little bit uh, mm-hmm. with the heat, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, heat doesn't affect me. But you know, last. Last year, last year was rough running in heat. We, I mean, th- th- almost 700 people died in Vancouver because of the heat wave. Right. right. Mm. So I, I want to experience that uh, heat running and be prepared for Western States. I cannot butcher that. No, no. way.
2: No, because it happens early in the race. So if, if you're susceptible to heat early on, then it kind of screws you for the rest of the run. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. exactly. Yeah. Interesting.
2: yeah. Very wow. good.
3: Wow, this is awesome! (laughs) Got to finally get to talk to you. Yeah, uh... can
0: can I ask a question, or is it just uh, you ask?
2: No, please, (laughs) of course.
0: So there's tons of podcasts out there. I don't listen to any podcast, and I gave up on ultra running uh, ultra runners podcasts. I gave up on talk ultra. Uh, Ian Corless used to do a really good job. Yeah, and what drives you to interview? You know mid-pack or lower-pack, uh, behind-the-pack runners. And I'm curious, what's your story and the reason behind starting the- How about we both answer it? Because
2: yeah. we might have different okay, answers. Good. Okay, good, yeah,
0: fire away.
3: <laughs> well, for me personally, because we are also event directors, we put on races ourselves. Then COVID hit, so therefore our race is shut down. So then yeah. we thought, okay, how are we going to fill up our time to still be part of the community, part of the running community and ultras? So we said let's start a podcast, so we can start, still keep chatting to people about their journeys
2: and the sport and the sport. yeah. yeah. And
3: that's why we or how I got into podcasting and then said, hey, let's just do this because I always want just constantly put my keep my feet into the sport, and yeah. so I just enjoy talking about people's journeys.
0: Got it. Got it. I'm thinking from business perspective now. So you're looking for a community, and this is a perfect way to engage with the community. Yeah. And yeah, community, that's your audience. That's
2: Excellent. It. And for me, uh, I've only just started listening to podcasts in the last year and a half, I would say. And I always strove, I always, always looking for a podcast about something else, not running. Because whenever I listened to the running podcast, they always spoke to the people who finished on the podium. Yes. I can't relate to those people. I aspire to be them, but yeah. it's not going to happen. So I like talking with people who
3: we can relate,
2: we can relate to. Yeah. Right. Cause Makes it's, sense, yeah, it's more, I think it's more helpful in the long run to other people that are listening to say, Oh, so-and-so use this trick or this is how they train rather than listening to the elites when you it's it just doesn't, it's not achievable. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah and very interesting. And podcasting has exploded. Um, I haven't listened to any of your episodes, but uh, if you were to suggest me, hey, this episode, you got to listen. Which one
3: should I listen to? Right. <laughs> well, we do have this series of Western States that the trail running to Western States. So we did interview... A bunch of people who are going to be at Western States this year. So, least, that, that's a good way for you to know them when you perhaps you'd see them on the start line. And say, hey, I saw, I listened to your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's one thing. Also, we feature Canadians mostly. Mostly. And I guess our last one was with Marianne Hogan, who got a golden ticket at Bandera. She's going to be there. And also, Elsa McDonald, who's going to be there as well. Also, got a golden ticket at the same race a year earlier, which is interesting. <laughs> They're both using their golden ticket wins at Bandera for Western States this year. So, I would check those two out.
0: Will do.
2: Thank and you. And then uh, I think maybe check out Michele Gralia because he lives in Big Bear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a very interesting story of how he got into running. Mm-hmm. And he's written a really good book called Ultra. So he's on the uh, more elite category of runners, but it's his story that attracted us to want to speak to him. So I think that yeah. would be another good one for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And,
3: Very and cool. Dean Carnass is his hero.
2: Yes. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> and
2: hopefully we'll get Dean on one day. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs>
3: oh, he keeps messaging me. I say, hold off Dean. Hold off.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you don't mind, Rohan, we like to end our podcast with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Oh,
0: I see. I uh, surprised. Surprise. <laughs> I thought we are bringing this to a close, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. Oh, have you lost a toenail from running?
0: I just noticed this morning. I uh, <laughs> hurt in this, uh, the pinky toenail. I, I, I had a blood blister. It just disappeared.
2: Okay. So, so that's a yes. Go. First. I was going to say you probably d- might have too, when you were wearing size 12 shoes.
0: They were loose. Oh no, no. I would just okay. roll. I would just roll okay. first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's a good one. I'm just thinking of something off the top of my head. What's your favorite Canadian dessert?
0: It's not poutine. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's so cheesy. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, in, from Istanbul, I found baklava.
4: Oh, oh, oh
0: I, I just felt I, you know, at the airport, I said six. They said, Hey, if you get two more, I'll give you two more. I said, oh, Make it 10. So <laughs> I'm really enjoying baklava. And- baklava, yes. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: delicious, yeah. absolutely delicious. What's the one food that you look for at an aid station? Gels. <laughs>
3: that's,
0: that's the that's the last item um i, I you know it, it really oranges, Interesting. oranges, uh, yeah. oranges. You just just eat off oranges or most likely anything in plastic food bags or you know those uh ziploc bags so you yeah. can right. just grab it throw it in your uh, vest and that's it
2: and go yeah. yeah if you could travel back in time what period would you go to
0: huh i'm very happy in, in this period we are living in a world of abundance mm. and I don't want to go back. Uh, the world was miserable back then. <laughs> and no, I'm very happy uh, to be in the this century. So I'm mm. enjoying it and I want to explore what's ahead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now you've been traveling on on for business. So where would you like to go for vacation right now?
0: Norway. Killian posts ah. these amazing pictures and, and near Romsdal. I, I want to explore those uh, mountains, and uh, you know, there's a tromso race uh, mm-hmm. somewhere they organize. I want to explore those mountains. So, yeah, uh, yep,
2: yeah.
3: We heard Norway quite a few times on this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, and final question is: pick a superpower.
0: How can I be m- much more self-aware if there's if there's a superpower like that? Much more self-aware. Um, yeah, that, that, strange. That, that,
3: that is interesting because there are species out there that are just aware <laughs> of their surroundings kind of thing.
2: More or so. Self-aware, yeah. yeah. That's, Very yeah. Good. That's a good answer. Huh? We haven't had that one. Yeah. <laughs> Very good.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you.
2: Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much.
0: My pleasure. Yeah. What a fun episode. And you guys are doing great. I will listen to those episodes. <laughs>
2: thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and this will be your first hundred miler,
3: right? Western States, then.
0: Second, uh, well, Western States first, but Kodiak 100 was my first. Oh, okay, yeah,
2: cool. Oh, well, we forgot to ask him if he going to have any pacers.
0: No you pacers, one man team. I, oh, wow. I, I think it's a very selfish sport, uh, and if somebody is dying to pace me, absolutely, why not? Uh, but uh, I think it's a selfish sport, and I'm doing. I'm still exploring why I'm doing it. And so, <laughs> you know, let me enjoy it and. And I have a feeling I'll drop
2: the pacers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, thank then. you so much. And Thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch for Absolutely. sure before race day. Okay. All
3: right.
0: Okay. Take care. All All right. Right. Bye, guys. Bye.
2: Bye.
3: And that is Rohan
2: Aurora. Yeah.
3: He's still trying to find himself.
2: <laughs> He's very introspective yeah he appreciated some of his answers
3: that's true I'm glad he asked us some questions yeah <laughs> that's that was, the first time
2: that was a first that's good <laughs>
3: very good I can't wait to meet him chat with him yeah. at uh, the start line of Western States you got it if he ever does f- actually finish Hurt 100 we gotta get him back on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> because right. that's gonna be something <laughs> alright
2: so we'll see you next time yep
3: see you then cheers
1: Ooh. That was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gottarunracing.com for more information on our events. Or simply drop us an email at gottarunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K Gotta
4: run!